Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. This is the podcast where I describe and analyze the single-panel comic Heathcliff, available in newspapers around the country, as well as on Go Comics' website at gocomics.com slash Heathcliff. I do this for reasons I'm not sure of myself. Let's get right into it this week. Not a whole lot happened. Not a whole lot to talk about. There's a huge amount that happened in the news. We're not... Let's just not, though. Let's... Let's... Let's leave this as its own thing. So, we're going to be talking about the Heathcliff comics for the week of April 15th, 2019... And again, these are available on Go Comics' website if you'd like to read along as I describe them. Up to you. So here is Monday, April 15th, 2019. We're in a, um, a, baseball, a baseball field. Um, it's not a professional baseball field by any means, uh, as evidenced by the fact that in the background, you can see the suburbs. So this is like a park baseball field. But we can see evidence as well that this is at least like a local league. Um, there are uniforms involved. There's an umpire. People have to have been hired for this. Money's involved. Now, as to the actual layout of the panel... Um, we're fairly close in on home base. So home itself uh, is in the bottom center of the panel. And uh, standing over it is Heathcliff, who uh, is revealed to be a lefty, I believe. If I'm not having a dyslexic moment, he is he's batting... He's batting lefty, um, which means that he's facing, his body is sort of facing us, pretty much dead center in the panel. Um, and uh, behind him is a catcher. Catcher's wearing a mask, um, blue and gray outfit, uh, 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 blue and gray outfit. Um, behind him is a, uh, is an umpire leaning over the catcher. Watch the balls and strikes. Now, Heathcliff himself has um, is in the position of a of of a baseball player who has just like hit a mighty dinger. You know, just like wound up and swung the bat. Uh, bat is now over the sh- the other shoulder, not the one that it started on, um, and this huge arc has gone out. You can see the line of the arc drawn um, as he uh, uh, sort of has leaned into hitting the ball. And we can see that there's also a a point um, where there's a flash over home that indicates that the ball was hit here and a line going out of the panel to the left indicating that's the path of the ball. In the background, there's a low fence, sort of behind Heathcliff, um, and then we can see a tree and some suburban homes and stuff like that. The tree 
uh, runs from like mid panel left all the way up to the top of the panel. And in it are the two blue birds that often act as the Greek chorus. There is one other odd thing about this panel, and that is that Heathcliff is not holding a bat. He's holding a large green fish and has evidently used that to hit a baseball. One of the bird's mouths is open. He provides the caption to the panel, and he is saying, There's no sound like the crack of the mahi-mahi. Sure. Heathcliff so loves fish, obviously, that he uses fish in all aspects of his life. I don't eat fish, but I do love pizza. And I would not use it as a frisbee. So I'm a little... I'm a little uncertain of Heathcliff's logic here. Because it seems like at a baseball field, he would have ready access to bats. He could use bats. Uh, or a bat. And then when he during the time he was not playing eat the fish. Of course, it is perfectly possible that um, this process, using the fish as a bat, um, confers some sort of advantage to Heathcliff. Fish is wider than a bat, at least this one is, so he might um, have an easier time hitting. Though, generally speaking, Heathcliff is shown to be very physically proficient. Uh, so I don't think he would necessarily need that. It's also possible that using the fish this way uh, allows him to um, tenderize it or some other process that makes it more delectable to him. Also, I mean, Heathcliff eats garbage, so he's probably not particularly picky. It's working for him. He's definitely hit a really long ball here, probably a home run. So maybe don't question it too much. Maybe, you know, there's a, there's a long history of uh, baseball players getting very superstitious, wearing the same uniform, refusing to wash their hats, that sort of thing, once they go on a, um, a streak. Um and they get pretty into it, and, and some of these you know superstitions get pretty silly. Um, but baseball is a game that um, is very mercurial, and sometimes you're hot and you don't know why, and sometimes you're cold and you don't know why. Why not credit the fish? Let's move on. To the Heathcliff comic 
for Tuesday, the 16th of April, 2019. We're outside. Uh, it's nighttime. It's the suburbs. So we've got the standard suburban sidewalk, then some street in front of it, and um, suburban homes in the background that are in that weird brutalist gray. Um, that kind of means don't look at me. I'm just here to remind you where we are, but you don't need to pay much attention. There's the uh, yellow moon with a little notch taken out of it and uh, over a black cloud that also indicates nighttime. Why that instantly says to me nighttime, I don't know, and why that is... Gallagher's shorthand for nighttime, I don't know, except that it works, but moons cannot be in front of clouds. <laughs> That's not how moons work. That moon would be crashing into the earth and much larger, or that cloud is some sort of space cloud. Whatever. I could go on and on, but the point is, it's night. In the street itself is Heathcliff. He is seated, as he often is at night, atop an overturned uh, garbage can. He's um, eating a drumstick. Looks like a complete drumstick, um, which uh, he's not gnawing on. And then um, on his head is a pink helmet. That says Keto, K-E-T-O. And if I'm remembering correctly, keto, the Keto diet is a uh, uh, very now fad diet. Um, as with most fad diets, it's probably bullshit. But um, people seem into it. Standing in front of Heathcliff is a garbage man. Garbage man is wearing a garbage man's outfit, which is gray, yellow shoes. He's got a garbage man's hat on. I'm just now realizing that the garbage man is drawn incredibly weirdly. Um, not, I'm not sure what happened here. Uh, but now looking at him, I, I urge you to go and actually look at this panel. I'll try to describe it, but I'm pretty sure based off of like his positioning and the way he's drawn into the panel that something else was here at some point, and then they decided, eh, no, we, we're, I'm going to redo this. At any rate, what's there now is a garbage man, and he's dragging a garbage can behind him. His right arm does not particularly meet that can that it is dragging, and his left arm is mostly obscured by his body, though he's got, the part we can see is from like his elbow to his hand. And that is turned up, his hand is turned up towards the sky, uh, sort of in like an I'm explaining something to you position. However, the way his body and hand and are drawn, it doesn't look a proportional, but it does look like his hand is sort of bursting from his belly like an alien in Alien. 
So that's weird. But, you know, hardly the weirdest thing that's happening in this panel. Anyway, the garbage man's mouth is open. He's talking to Heathcliff. Someone is addressing Heathcliff, finally. And he uh, is providing the caption to the panel. And the caption is, Dieting involves more than just wearing a helmet. I'm a dog walker. And the other day, I was walking... Uh, this dog named, named Ziggy. And Ziggy is an extremely sweet French bulldog, though, um, by sweet, I also mean very aggressively sweet. So if you show any amount of affection towards Ziggy or just happen to exist in the same space as Ziggy, Ziggy believes that means you want Ziggy to be on your body and doing the equivalent of hugging you uh, with her body as well as rubbing her face all over you, um, snorfing all over you, and generally being an extremely physically affectionate dog. A lot of people like that. Some people really don't. Uh, I tend to be neutral on it. Um... But the point is, Ziggy really thinks everybody loves Ziggy. Now, I was walking Ziggy back into Ziggy's uh, apartment, and there was a woman there, and Ziggy made eyes at her, and she made eyes at Ziggy. This is is an older woman, a woman of a certain age, as the New York Times would probably describe her. And uh, the woman was like, oh, so sweet, blah, blah, blah. And then she turns to me and she goes, you know, you're feeding her too much. And I said, well, I'm, I'm just the dog walker, ma'am. I, I don't feed her anything. And she goes, oh, well, you see it, right? She's, she's got to lose some weight. And I thanked her for her time and took Ziggy back to her apartment. Um, uh, back to Ziggy's apartment, I should say, not to the old lady's apartment who was being a jerk. But I was like, why are you fat shaming this dog? (laughs) One. Uh, Two, like, mind your own business. Like, it's not cool to comment on the weight of anyone. And as somebody who has had some struggles with his weight over the years, people do that. And it fucking sucks. And if you've ever done it, maybe you didn't know, but don't. Just don't. There's any number of reasons why people might have an issue with their weight that have nothing to do with anything you need to comment on. So fuck this fucking guy. I don't care that Heathcliff's a piece of shit, and Heathcliff is a piece of shit in this comic. Like, in these comics generally, he is a dick to people. There are plenty of things you can comment upon about Heathcliff aside from the fact that he may or may not have a weight issue. One. Two... What is it about wearing the helmet that says the word keto on it that indicates to this guy that Heathcliff is involved in the keto diet or any other kind of diet? Every other bit of evidence he, we would have here is that Heathcliff doesn't, is not, and just li- probably likes the word keto on a helmet. 
Three, you're playing with fire, dude. Because as I mentioned, Heathcliff's a dick. And um, whatever happened beforehand that indicates to you that you should be talking to Heathcliff at all or talking to him about a sensitive issue like his weight, I would really reconsider that. Uh, not just because it's a dick move on your part, but because Heathcliff is one of the world's biggest assholes and will harm you. He does it all the time in this comic. So many people have been harmed by Heathcliff. Let's move on. To the Heathcliff comic for Wednesday, April 17th, 2019. Uh, we're in one of the many... Uh, cha ever-changing rooms of the home that Heathcliff lives in with the family that he lives with. Um, in this particular room, uh, most, of the, most of the stuff of the room is in the lower part of the panel, so like the lower half. And in the right middle of the panel is the elderly man who lives with Heathcliff, and he is seated in like a... A blue mid-century chair. I call these mid-century chairs. I have no idea if they are actual mid-century chairs. They look very much like something you would find in a design shop, though. Or, like, a, you know, in a, in a retrospective at, like, the Museum of Modern Art when they, like, talk about design. Um, they look very much like a chair from the 1950s. Um, this is that. Uh, and then there's some indicators that we are in the home itself. There's a arched uh, doorway in the or, or pass through in the left of the panel, and you can see some more of the house in the background. Though it's sort of drawn in that style, like "Don't look at me, I'm just bits of house." Um, and Heathcliff is standing in front of the elderly man, sort of arms crossed, almost angry looking that we he's he's pictured in a way that we can't see his uh, uh face his back is to us as the old man's front is to us you know so he, the fact that he's standing with his looking at the old man means we can't see him because we can see the old man also i i've mentioned that before i don't think gallagher actually really likes drawing Heathcliff that much or at least not his face the old man is holding an enormous book. Just like, it, 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 it is taller than the old man himself. Takes up most of the panel, which is why everything's in the lower half of the panel, because this takes up, like, the rest of the panel. And I would say, just based off the clues of, like, the old man's size, that this book is probably eight feet tall. Uh, and maybe 12 feet wide when, when open. The old man is reading this book as if it wouldn't weigh five, 600 pounds. Um, and the book itself, we can see the title of the book, um, and that is The Wonderful World of Cats. And cats is the biggest word on the um, cover of the book. So Heathcliff's looking at the man. The man is reading the book. The man is looking around the book 
see that Heathcliff is looking at him. The man's mouth is open. He's providing the caption of the panel. And he's saying, I'm reading as fast as I can. Which is a little bit of like, uh, it's actually a little slice of, of life there. A little, a little cute. Um, this happens to me and my wife quite a bit. One of us will say to the other, um, hey, did you see that thing? that I sent you earlier, or are you reading the thing I told you to read? Uh, it's really cool, and I, I, hope you, I hope you like it. And then, you know, we shared it because we want to, you know, have the shared experience of discussing this thing, but the person you shared it with, in this case my wife or my wife with me, is, take, is, is busy or is taking their time or has other concerns, hasn't gotten to it yet. And this gets into a situation that's annoying for everybody because, oh, well, I really just want to talk about this thing, but you're not ready to talk about it. Could you read? Could you come on, read it. Read it faster. You know, like, it, it's a dumb concern, but it is... A, uh, a thing that happens a lot. So this is actually a pretty well-observed comic. Uh, it's small slice of life that's get that's a little blown out for the Heathcliff world. Cute. Let's move on to the Heathcliff comic for Thursday, April 19th, 2019. This is another sort of slice of life one, to be honest. We're in another of the many rooms of this home. Um... Heathcliff, uh, or Heathcliff's owner, man, the elderly man that we've seen before, is seated with another elderly man. So they're both sort of seated in the, again, these mid-century chairs, as I call them, but who knows what they are, and I'm not going to bother to Google it. Uh, there's, they're seated there, uh, sort of in a very um, living room or parlor sort of set up if you imagine like a stage set up because they're not facing each other exactly. They're sort of cheated towards center um, so that we, the audience, see them, you know? If you're not, if you're actually sitting with somebody, um, you don't sit this way. You sit another way. But if you're sitting to be seen by an audience, this is how you sit. So they're seated that way. They both, and they're both seated identically, um, with uh, one knee crossed over the other, um, hands on the uh, armrests of the chair, wearing identical clothing, except that the old man that Heathcliff lives with is wearing a red sweater over his collared shirt, and the other guy's wearing a green one, and they are in every way almost i like exact twins except that the visiting old man is wearing um or uh, has has a fuller head of hair fine then on top of the old man that Heathcliff lives with is Heathcliff he's he's standing on his head and um, his left rear paw is actually standing on the old man's nose to the point that we cannot see the old man's eyes. 
Heathcliff is also wearing a gi, or I believe it's called, which is like a karate uniform um, with a black belt across it. He's only wearing, I should note, the top of the uniform. In other words, he is porky-pigging this uniform. He's not wearing pants, which is fine. The old man he lives with, his mouth is open, so he is saying, the caption of the panel, which is, he's got a black belt in annoying me. Again, well observed. The, um, this is very much something a cat owner would say, whether or not the cat were dressed like a black belt. Um, he, would, uh, he would definitely say, oh, this cat, when it jumps on your head, and annoys you while you're trying to talk to your long-lost identical twin <laughs> in your weird parlor about the fact that you're both wearing, that, that together you're wearing Christmas colors. Whatever. Anyway, let's move on to the Heathcliff panel for Friday, April 19th, 2019. Okay. So, um, we're in the suburbs. On the street. It's pretty, pretty standard street setup. Uh, the sidewalk is in the lower half of the panel, entering from right and moving down to the left corner. Um... Again, there's some details of the suburbs in the background, a tree, some suburb home stuff. And standing under the tree are the old man that Heathcliff lives with and I think the same old guy we saw in the previous uh, panel that we just talked about. And again, they look identical, except the old guy's wearing glasses and he's wearing a green hat. Um, the old guy Heathcliff wears, lives with is wearing a black hat. The old guy friend is wearing a blue uh, sweater. And um, Heathcliff's owner is wearing a red sweater. In the foreground, in the center of the panel, walking on the sidewalk, is a dog catcher. We can tell he's a dog catcher because... He is wearing a uniform, and everybody in every um, profession in this world wears a uniform. So that doesn't narrow him down. But what does narrow him down is that he's got a, uh, a net, and the only people who have nets in this world are dog catchers. Now, he's got a net, and we can see peeking out of the net three heads of small dogs, three identical heads, and then on the ground underneath the net are two more. The dog catcher does not seem to be paying much attention. He's just walking along, and behind those two uh, on the ground, sort of, I guess, sweeping them, is Heathcliff with a push broom. So he's sort of sweeping up the tiny dogs that must be falling through the holes in the net. The old man Heathcliff lives with, his mouth is open. 
He's providing the caption to the panel, and he's saying he helps with the chihuahuas. So Heathcliff is helping out, sweeping up some chihuahuas for this for this guy, this dog catcher guy. To assure that these many, many chihuahuas go to the pound, where they'll probably be um, euthanized. That's very helpful, Heathcliff. All right, so um, let's move on to the Heathcliff panel for Saturday, April 20th, 2019, the final panel of the week. We don't discuss the Sunday ones here. They're multi-panels, and it's just a different thing. I'm not sure why I insist on this, but I do very much insist on this. So... We're in Heathcliff's home, again, ever-shifting rooms and and layout, but we know we're in Heathcliff's home. Heathcliff is seated in front of a wall. Peering around the wall at mid-panel are um, Iggy, the boy who lives with Heathcliff, and Iggy's weird friend. Both are pictured with their hands thrust in their pockets, Um, both are wearing yellow shoes. Iggy has on black pants and a blue striped shirt. No hat. He's blonde. Then, um, Iggy's friends to panel right, Iggy's left. He's wearing green, like, hatch marked, hash marked pants, like, cross-hatched pants, a red shirt, glasses, and a propeller beanie. Because that kid woke up this morning and said to himself, I want to wear clothes that no child has ever worn and will get me physically assaulted by the other children. Mission accomplished, kiddo. Now, like I said, Heathcliff seated in front of a, a, a wall in the home and um, these kids are looking around the corner of that wall at Heathcliff. Heathcliff is wearing an enormous crown, uh, like golden crown with that, like red velvet in between, like the the um, the lines of gold that go to a top like thing. I don't know what crown architecture is called, but you can see jewels. You can see. Uh, a fleur-de-lis at the top, um, and like I said, velvet. And Heathcliff's just sitting there, heavily lidded eyes, wearing his crown that's about the same size as him. Iggy's friend, his mouth is open, he's providing caption to the panel, and he's saying, I see he's got a smaller crown. So, Heathcliff has a bigger crown than this, and Iggy's friend has seen him wearing that before, but now is pleasantly surprised to find that Heathcliff sometimes wears a smaller one. 
I wonder if Heathcliff is having a certain amount of anxiety or low self-esteem today and doesn't feel like he deserves the big crown. Alternatively, maybe he just has neck problems today. Wants to do something a little less ostentatious. Whatever it is, he's wearing his small crown today. Which is a cute joke. Um, I don't know why. I, I mean, I know why this is. Gallagher always draws people with their hands thrust in their pockets. And I'm sure the reason is that Gallagher does not like drawing hands. But it it's weird to always see people with their hands in their pockets. Makes them look like they're hiding something in their pockets. Everybody seems to have something to hide in the Heathcliff world. Not Heathcliff, though. He's very honest and straightforward about what he is. That much I appreciate about him. Well, regardless, we've come to the end of yet another week. I hope it's been a great one for you. And um, as always, please do not rate or review this on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or whatever you would do that on. You have better things to do with your time. If you'd like to tell me anything with that time, that'd be great. I'd love to hear from you. And you can always email me at yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com. Be great to hear from you. Um, but either way, I hope you have a great week. And I will, I will talk to you soon. Be good.